Hello, it's the England Athletics Podcast. My name's Alex Seftel. We're so close now to the Birmingham Commonwealth Games. In this episode, you'll get a flavour of that anticipation from Team England's Matt Hudson-Smith and Holly Mills. Also, some reflection on how well our junior athletes did at the European Under-18 Championships in Jerusalem, winning twice as many gold medals as any other nation. Starting us off though, Matt Hudson-Smith, the European 400m champion and British record holder. He won the Commonwealth Relay title at Glasgow 2014 as a 19-year-old. Here's what he remembers from those championships. I was just there. I didn't understand what was going on, to be honest. It was just, I didn't really expect it to be as big as it was. I was in the sport, but I didn't really pay that much mind to it, as in I, I didn't study it. I didn't understand the event of the 400 metres. So I was just literally just taking everything as it comes. And I have good memories. I think it was my first ever championship. No, first ever senior championship, in fact. And I gained a lot of experience from it. Everything that's happened in the past has now brought me to all the good performances that are happening in this year, really. And I'm just drawing on experience. When I first jumped onto the scene at 19 and was running 44s, I think it was more of naivety and just, you know, just running for the sake of running and using natural talent. Whereas now at the age of like 27, I more or less know what I'm doing. So I've added the talent to the experience and you're seeing the results. The ups are so high, but the lows are just as low. I think you have to find like a nice little medium spot really and truly because you don't want to be too high and then you have one bad race and it throws everything off. Um, I have great mentorship really and I think the one thing they always drill into me is you have to have a constant medium, always one thing after the next. At this time I, I'm not really dwelling on any performances really and truly, I'm just staying in the medium zone and just taking it one step at a time. Interesting reflection from Matt on how he's developed and matured. So now he has that experience to call upon. But what did he think of his Commonwealth selection for Birmingham? Of course, there's a sentimental element for the Birchfield Harriers runner from nearby Wolverhampton. I just got really nostalgic because I just remembered everything that's happened from the first time I walked into the stadium now you know circling it back it's like where I started to know I'm not finished but probably the best shape of my life and I'm racing at home you know a big championship so it was quite surreal and nostalgic and I'm looking forward to the challenge and the vibe of the city has changed dramatically so the development of the Commonwealth Games um, bringing it here has helped the city you know and it'll be a good championship you know Birmingham has a good vibe we're known for sports and um, we're going to deliver. Again, it was quite surreal because I've been at the uh, Alexander Stadium since I was like 10. I've seen the whole the whole restructure of it. I've seen it when it had the hills on the back straight and then they built the, the new stand on, on the back straight, which was very crazy. <laughs> They've closed up all completely and it's like, it looks shiny and new. So I love it, <laughs> especially, I think the biggest change for me was the fact the track's blue. Ever since I've been at the track, since I was like 10, it's been red. So weird to say, but yeah, I think that's the biggest change to me. I remember going down to the track at one point and seeing the lights of like Mark Lewis Francis there, Kelly Silverton. I did expose kind of thing with Jason Gardner after he won the World Indoors in Birmingham, NIA. And then like I had amazing training partners such as the lights of like Christian Byron, Julian Thomas, Jordan McGrath, 
people who you've probably never even heard of, but I've been around such like inspirational figures and <laughs> even like I'm going to get in trouble because like, yeah, there's so many people who are in and around Birchall. The club itself has got such a high pedigree and um, I could list off like literally like Tony Hadley was my original coach when I was in Birchall, Sharon Morris. You got me when I was 10 and made me fall in love with the sport. It just has such a rich history and being there, you learn the fundamentals of the sport and yeah, from grassroots to then now professionals, it's just an amazing environment to be in and it is actually inspiring. I'm buzzing, <laughs> absolutely buzzing. It'll be fun. Well, a lot of people buzzing to see what it'll be like to have the championships inside a reconstructed, beautiful looking Alexander Stadium, a ground with a rich history that initially opened in 1976. Matt, of course, making his own history. He ended the waits to eclipse Ewan Thomas's long-standing national record of 44.36 in the Diamond League in Eugene in May. I'll be honest, I didn't even know when I crossed the line until Catherine Mary jumped on me. <laughs> and that's another virtual Harrier, you know, that's the legend of the... But like I was saying, like, we're not really phased by the times, if you know what I mean. Like my coach now, Gary Evans, we're literally totally focused on championships and... Ever since I've, you know, I've moved up to the 400 metres, they said to me, British record, British record, British record. I mean, when I first moved to the 400 metres at 14, one of my training partners uh, named Rob Davis literally said to me, you're going to break the British record. And I didn't know what, what it was. I just want to basically get the silverware. And usually, really and truly, when you're in the top three, you run quick times anyway. So it's like killing two birds with one stone. You're in this sport. You have 10 years to maximise what you've got. Times are great and everything, but I want to hold medals at the end of my career. I want to touch it. So for me, podiums every time. I'm, I don't really think I'm special in any way or form. I just can run from point A to point B. And I think the beautiful thing about athletics is that anyone can do it. You know, it's literally accessible to anyone. Everyone can do any form of event, whether it's um, able-bodied or Paralympian. I'll be honest, I'm not really anything special. And if I can do it, anyone can do it, you know. I genuinely do hope that my performances inspire people of all backgrounds to literally just pick up the sport because really and truly, it's fun. Like, I know we love football and I love football as well, but I use track to help me with football. And then now I'm doing, doing it as a career, you know. So it can help you in all walks of life, whether it's just to get yourself fit, to help you in other sports just you know just give it a try and hopefully you know the Commonwealth Games inspires loads of generations to just try a new sport I know people say this a lot but I never really thought I would make it in this sport to be honest I kind of just did it as a bit of fun and as I got more and more involved in the sport I thought maybe I oh yeah I can do this you know and then I think I was around 17 when I did European Juniors I think it kind of clicked where I was like yeah, this is this is something I could actually do. And being in this situation, I think representing Birmingham and being from the Midlands and can inspire like a lot of people in, in the Midlands to to know that they can comp- compete against the best in the world. And pretty much being here all my life, I've <laughs> I've caught the 51 bus when or the 51X. I don't even know what the bus schedule is now. I used to catch the trains. I've been all around Birmingham and Wolverhampton. So so it's like quite cool in fact you know representing England and more or less the Midlands. Matt Hudson-Smith hoping to inspire others 
you're doing himself a disservice when he says he's not that special. But we know athletes are always hoping to run faster, to do better, looking for fine margins of a second. And on that note, to what extent is there a chance of a home advantage for Birchfield athletes? And Matt in particular, the crowd being an obvious factor, but what else? Have some home comforts. So I think that's the biggest advantage for me right now. I've got uh, the home field advantage in the sense that I can just go home, eat, my, eat the food that I really want. Or I can literally get my mom to send food into the village if, 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 if I'm like literally starving and uh, have a familiar faces. I know when I was at the Diamond League, all the original staff were there. So that's uh, comforting in the sense. So I'll be quite relaxed. <laughs> but because um, the new stadium has now closed off certain areas where I knew the wind was, I have to pretty much learn the, learn the stadium just like everybody else. <laughs> Immensely in the fact that because I'm from there and I was training on that track since I was 10, that I, like, I knew that track like the back of my hand. So now so I have to learn where the wind is, if it's on the back straight or the home straight, because I did the 400 meters and there's going to be wind somewhere. You just got to brace it. And um, even like the texture of the track, literally the, the starting blocks, there's little nuances and the tricks of the trade that you just pick up along the way which again I didn't really know when I first started doing track but now I wouldn't say I'm a veteran but I'm quite experienced you know so I've picked up a lot of uh, trades that I didn't know beforehand so yeah I'm feeling quite experienced and lucky in a sense that I've been at that track for a while. Well it's great to see Matt Hudson-Smith back to his best and he may yet of course try to defend his European title in Munich after Birmingham such as this bumper summer of athletics. But next, on to someone for whom a Commonwealth podium place would be a new experience. A year ago, Holly Mills told this podcast how much it would mean for her to compete in the heptathlon in Birmingham. And recently, that selection became official. Here's what happened when she found out. Obviously, we're told to kind of keep it quiet and not put it on social media or anything. But I got the phone call and then I literally got off the phone and immediately kind of phoned my parents, phoned my grandparents and just told everyone because they've been waiting for so long. Because obviously, even though I was ranked first in the country, first in the Commonwealth, it's still I'm the type of person where until it's literally kind of like you've been selected, I won't believe it. So, um, yeah, it was kind of just phone everybody and tell them that we, we'd done it and we'd made it. My mum always gives the best reactions, her just kind of running around screaming. And I was just like, it doesn't have to be that much of a surprise. Like I did enough. Like we kind of knew that I would be selected. But I mean, it's an incredible achievement for me. Me and my team have been working towards it so hard. Definitely been our long term aim. And for it to finally come to fruition is, yeah, incredible. That's the voice of Holly Mills. So how does she rate her progress and her chances of doing well in Birmingham? I put everything that I have and everything that I've done down to the support system that I have around me. I've been with the team that I'm with for about three years now, but it's definitely been in the last kind of year and a half that we've figured out how certain things work, what my body responds well to, and all of that stuff. So actually, it's finally kind of coming together so we can really push forward. There's so many people that have put their lives on hold to help me achieve my goals and really, really worked hard. And I've worked hard myself, so... I would say that I'm definitely going for a gold medal. To say that you're going for silver or bronze, I think I would still be slightly disappointed with that. So yeah, we are definitely aiming for a gold this summer. And credit to her, she has the ambition and confidence and is remarkably well-spoken. 
And why not rank number one this year in the Commonwealth? Ahead of Katarina Johnson-Thompson, who's recovering from injury and finished eighth at the World Championships. So what does Holly think of the competition and what might be needed to win the title she's going for? Obviously, I'm aware of the two other English girls, KJT, who's obviously currently the reigning champion. She'll definitely be a very strong contender. As everyone knows, she has scored almost 7,000 points previously in her career. Um, and then the other English girl, Jado Dowda, who's having an incredible season to date. She'll be in the mix for the medals, as well as um, Irish Kate O'Connor, who was at Gotsis with me. She has also scored almost 6,300 points. So as, as far as I know, they're the kind of people that I'm close to, that I know of, that will be in the mix. With the strength of the field going in, into it, we're kind of aiming for a 6,400 above point score, which I think will definitely put me in the mix at these championships. And that's well within my capabilities. Got this. I scored 6,260 and that was with a very average performance across the board. So we think by the time I've tuned up a little bit, we're definitely on for a big PB score. It's a different experience for me, definitely, because I feel that over the past year, especially, I've always been number two in the country, obviously behind KJT. And that's definitely made me very hungry. When you're always put down to being number two, it does make you very hungry to finally get on top. And after several disappointments, such as like missing out on the Olympics last year by a couple of places, and then my fourth place at the World Champs by seven points a couple months ago and everything, that definitely, yeah, it builds up. So to be going in as almost one of the favourites is a completely new experience to me. Now, Holly said back in May she'd turned down a spot at the World Championships to focus on the Commonwealth Games. How does she reflect on that decision? Difficult decision to make. If you'd asked me two years ago, I'd been like, why is this girl turning down the opportunity to go to Worlds? That's absolutely ridiculous. But at this point in my career, I think that this was the right decision for me. I think I could have gone to Worlds and I could have scored really, really well. And I think for my first major senior outdoor championships, Commonwealth Home Games, I need to put myself in the best position possible to achieve the gold medal there. My parents literally messaged everyone, me, my sister, the rest of our family and all of my friends when the tickets were released to literally just book as many tickets as they could, not thinking that they'd get very many. My parents have all of these tickets that they're going to um, give out to all my friends and family to come along to support me. Well, Holly's immediate family from Andover in Hampshire, which is her club. From a young age, she's won a range of titles, British senior medals, Commonwealth Youth Games gold in the long jump in 2017. Many PBs across the board, though, in the last few years as she's moved towards a full-time multi-eventer. So has any specific attention been given to any particular events in the build-up to Birmingham? I'm always a strong believer that I never focus all my energy on one event. I get asked this quite a lot and stuff, especially with the likes of some of my events being really strong and still events that are new to me, such as the Javelin being my weakest event still. A lot of people often question, should I put more effort into the Javelin to bump it up? But I'm the type of person that why would I take points away from my strongest events to try and focus on my weakest? I like to have kind of a level playing field across all of the events. It's going to be incredible doing it in front of crowds, which obviously I haven't had that much like opportunity with over the couple last couple of years because of COVID. So yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to all of that kind of stuff, to experience it for the first kind of time, really. 
fantastic then to hear from Holly Mills and wish her and Matt the best of luck. Go back on the England Athletics podcast to hear from her and coach Laura Turner Elaine about what it was like to move from being a full-time long jumper into a heptathlete. Obviously an unusual move, many starting with a Maltese background and then starting to specialise a bit later in their careers. Naturally though, the two athletes that you've heard from so far, both competitors who've come through the junior pathway with England Athletics and Impressed, and in Israel this month, Great Britain won eight titles, including in seven out of ten women's running races on the track at the European Athletics Under-18 Championships. One of the names to emerge was Ophelia Pye, 400 meter hurdler, coached by 1968 Olympic champion David Hemry. The Marlborough athlete broke the championship record with a time of 58.09. Afterwards, Fee caught her breath and was joined by her mum and brother and reporter Jodie Cleveland in the mix zone. It was really tough, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Uh, the last 100 really did kill me. I wasn't sure if I was going to fall over after one of those hurdles. Um, yeah, just about managed to hang in there, so happy. <laughs> yeah, and that showed in your performance. you have any inkling? Did you come here thinking that you were going to win, or you were just, I'm going to see what happens? I had no, I didn't even think podiuming was in the question. I just wanted to make it to the finals. That was my main goal, because I was ranked fifth coming here. <laughs> And um, yeah, so superseded my own expectations, which is nice. Yeah. How does that make you feel when you come here and you exceed your expectations? <laughs> really proud, to be honest, because I knew there was more left to give and I just hadn't quite managed to take it out on the track yet, so I'm glad it happened here. <laughs> yeah, very happy. So that gold medal is going to feel real good and that anthem's going to be playing, you're going to be, there's going to be some tears. Probably, yeah, knowing me, there will be a few tears. Mom, you got to be proud. Yeah, very proud. Well done, darling. <laughs> And brother. Over yeah. the moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, David, and all the coaches at uh, Marlborough Athletics and national Dauncey School lottery. and the National Lottery. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, and everyone at home in Little Chevrolet. Yeah. yeah. Talk about when she first came home and said, okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to participate in athletics. Are you a former athletics athlete or what? Yeah, yeah when I was younger, yeah. Oh, what did you do? Um, I was cross country and um, 3,000 meters, 1,500 meters, yeah. Okay, so when your daughter came home and said, I want to participate, you were like, oh, were you pushing her out the door to? Um, it was your choice, wasn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fickle sport, so yes. it's ups and downs, so. Yeah. He wanted to do it, so. <laughs> so running the 400 hurdles, she has a lot, a little more speed than than you. Oh yeah, a lot. She's a much better athlete than I was. But you know, Stephanie is an amazing athlete too. Um, you know, they're they're a great team, the, the British girls. So I don't know, whatever Fifi wants to come next, really. So <laughs> take it a day at a time. So let's talk about this Israel experience. You guys come here. You, you yeah. found that Stephanie the team. What did you think? This is her first international competition. You were like, okay. This is going to be great. And now she's champion. I know, it's unbelievable. I'm still pushing myself, really. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was nice to come to Israel. It's a very interesting country, never been before, so I'm really happy the championships are held here. Well, this is great. It's, it's inspiring to me and uh, everyone else. And um, congratulations to the family. And well, onward. On with the prince. Championships. Yeah, thank you very much. Congratulations to Ophelia Pye from Wiltshire and the whole team who went to Israel. Jenny Meadows, 
Sharon Morris, who was mentioned by Matt Hudson-Smith as a former coach at Birchfield Harriers earlier. Laura Kerr, Dan Wagner, Jared Dunn as well, who was part of the British staff out there. It was a joy to be there as well, even if it was excruciatingly hot. We actually had to commentate inside a parasol or umbrella that we've pushed through the fittings of the stadium in order not to melt. So that's it for this episode. But what a delight to say the Commonwealth Games looming ever closer. Stay tuned for Birmingham 2022. The journey is almost complete and England Athletics will be across it all. Hashtag EA journey to 22 on social media. (laughs) 